Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, here today with Dr. Rosalind Clark and Agnes Drew. It's day 1,515 since we came back on the air. I know what the news is, but would you like to tell everyone else, Agnes? I'm sure everyone else knows the news by now, too, and we hope you're all safe and warm. For anyone who hasn't been outside lately, it snowed last night. A lot. We don't often get snow this close to the ocean, but when it does come down, it really comes down. There are several important safety tips to bear in mind in conditions like this. First is the obvious, stay warm. If you have to go outside, dress in layers and try to get your heart rate up to keep your blood flowing. Be especially mindful of your footwear. You really don't want to be standing around on a sheet of ice with thin shoes and thin socks, speaking from experience here. The second safety tip is slightly less obvious, but I hope everyone has already thought of it anyway. Try to avoid wading through deep snow. Not just because of the risks of frostbite, as Max has already alluded to, but because deep snow is no different than the tall grass I warn you all about from time to time. It can easily hide fallen zombies. And... There's one more safety tip I'd like to mention to everybody really quickly, which is that the snow is a danger now. But in a few days when the snow starts to melt, the zombies are going to become a bigger problem than usual. As we all know, they're hydrophobic and will fly into a rage in rain or fog. The snow doesn't affect them that way because it's solid and being dead, they don't have enough body temperature to melt it. So just kind of sticks to them. But in a few days, the temperature will probably rise enough for the snow to start melting. This means we'll have zombies covered in a thin film of water, which is sure to rile them up, not to mention the slush that will be all over the ground as the snow melts unevenly. Zombies that are still wearing shoes probably won't have much of an issue, but many zombies are barefoot for all kinds of reasons, and they'll definitely be affected by it. Honestly, it feels a little like a ticking time bomb out there, and we have no idea when it'll start. If you can, try to shovel the snow in your immediate area to avoid that second problem. Although the first one, with the zombies covered in water, is probably inevitable. And we all need to hope that it doesn't refreeze on them overnight once the thaw starts. That happened one year, and it was a nightmare dealing with what I'm going to call their mood swings, whether that term is accurate or not. Okay. Now that we've covered the safety stuff, can we talk about how beautiful the snow is? Absolutely. I went up on the station roof last night, bundled up in several blankets, and watched it until it got so cold I literally couldn't stand it anymore. But it was so great while it lasted. Those little white puffballs floating down from the sky were absolutely mesmerizing. I went outside and looked up into it and tried to catch it on my tongue. Looking up like that made me feel like I was going into hyperspace, like in the Star Wars movies. And this morning, we were able to go out and see wide stretches of it just laying there undisturbed. There's something magical about a field of snow before people have walked on it. Not to mention the fact that it absorbs sound. So when there's a snowfall, it gets much quieter than usual. Sounds that would normally have been bouncing around on the pavement or the buildings or whatever is now getting absorbed by the snow, which is a really interesting experience. Snow is such a mixed blessing these days. The beauty of the event and the aftermath, but all the dangers associated with it that we didn't always have to worry about before. Sounds kind of like everybody's response to the zombie apocalypse in general. It's not universal, but 
everybody kind of pulled together to help as many people as possible get through it. But we also have hidden dangers every day. Good observation. Okay, so I have a radical idea. Anybody up for a snowball fight? Max O'Brien, you just sealed your own fate. I am going to destroy you. How about you, Dr. Clark? It wouldn't be fair for both of us to gang up on Max, you know. Is that a threat? No. Just an indication that alliances might come and go. Let's head over to Amoria and see if anybody else is game. Sounds good to me. Okay, listeners, we'll be out in the quad for this, so if you want to join in, come on by. We'll be back tomorrow. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien, Dr. Rosalind Clark, and Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.